This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, he is finally done, and I think we all believe this is for good. With Tom Brady, and if you woke up to it, to it this morning like I did, you were probably a little bit surprised. It's Canty and Carlin on this historic second time it's happened. <laughs> Here on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Mr. Canty, let's just start there and hear from Tom Brady, because I quite literally woke up this morning, looked over to my phone, and I saw the video that Tom put out from the beaches of Miami with his announcement. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. I think you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Chris, I can't ever be comfortable looking at someone and trying to really determine what's in their head. But this morning as I'm watching the video, I couldn't help but do it and believe that this is a guy who is speaking that understands it's time for him to get on with the next part of his life that, frankly, for a while, it feels like he has just been delaying because he's been too comfortable being a competitor and being what he's all about. And now you get the chance to do it on your own terms, which, as we have talked about as athletes, does not happen very often. No, it doesn't, Carlin. And, And that's the thing that makes Tom Brady special in terms of how he's going about walking away from the game of football. Most athletes are told you can't play anymore. That's not the case here. According to Jeff Darlington and others, it's been reported that the Las Vegas Raiders and Mark Davis were willing to do whatever it took to get Tom Brady to come be their quarterback in 2023. We were speculating yesterday about Tom Brady and the San Francisco 49ers potentially being a landing spot for him. This is a guy that led the league in completions this year and was third in passing yards. And that's a year off of leading the league in passing yards. Carlin, at age 45, he can still play football at a really high level. He was in the postseason for the 20th time in his career, Carlin. Try to wrap your mind around that. 20 times in the postseason. 20. 10 Super Bowl appearances. 7 titles. The guy has been in 14 conference championship games. It is incredible what Tom Brady has done. And I said this this morning on Get Up, and I think it bears repeating. In a sport that is obsessed with measurables and physical dominant traits, the greatest attribute that Tom Brady has is something you can't see. It's an intangible. It's an immeasurable. It's the will to win. And it's an obsession with competition. And it's not just the opponents. It's a competition to be a better version of himself than he was the day before. Carlin, he is the GOAT. 
his competitive greatness is unmatched, and there will never be another Tom Brady. Chris, I, I just um, – what we do for a living is debate sports, debate topics, who's the best, who's the greatest, who's, who's this and that. This is one of the very few issues that exists in sports that I think is just not debatable in any way. There's never going to be another Tom Brady. Never. And, and you pointed out some of the numbers, even more than the seven titles – the 10 Super Bowls is the one that sticks out for me. Yeah. The 14 championship games stick out for me. That's absolutely absurd. And to play at his level, to do it as long as he has done, and to walk away from the game healthy, Chris, I mean, that's remarkable in and of itself. So you can sit there as a fan, whether it's your own team or whatever, and if you want to debate who's the greatest quarterback of all time, by all means, go ahead. If you want to parse words and start talking about the best versus the greatest, go nuts. There truly are no debates here. Yeah, there, there's no th- debate here. There are none to have because if your opinion is that Tom Brady is not the best to ever do it, you are simply wrong. And how do I know that? Because if I ask myself this question— And if I asked any one of you this question, and you are being honest with yourselves, our answers would all be the same. If I need a quarterback to go and win a game tomorrow in his prime, the answer is Tom Brady. Period. End of story. You cannot point to anyone else ever and say that you would rather have them. There's no doubt in my mind, Carlin, if I had to have a quarterback lead a championship drive. Now, get it. I played with Eli Manning. Yeah. And won a Super Bowl with Eli Manning against who, Tom quite, Brady. Who quite literally uh, led a championship drive. No doubt about it. The throw to Mario Manningham, the throw to David Tyree, those are two of the top ten pitching catches in Super Bowl history. But I digress. Even in those circumstances, if I had a choice of who I wanted as my quarterback, Carlin, I got to take my Giants pom-pom, my Giants sweatshirt and my pom-poms off. I want Tom Brady. He's just that good. Carlin, do you realize that Tom Brady has 35 playoff wins? He's got more playoff wins than 27 NFL franchises. He's got more Super Bowl titles than every single NFL franchise. He is a dynasty unto himself. And Carlin, the thing, the thing that sticks out to me the most, beyond all of the championships, beyond all of the other accolades, there's another number, 21. And I'm going to tell you, what that means. I'm going to read off some names. Rex Ryan, Herm Edwards, Adam Gase, Todd Bowles, Tony Sperano, Dave Wanstad, Dick Jaron, Joe Philbin, Eric Mangini, Chan Gailey, Greg Williams, Brian Flores, Doug Marone, Mike Malarkey, Nick Saban, Jim Mora, Cam Cameron, Dan Campbell, Perry Fuel, Jim Bates, and Anthony Lynn. You know what those coaches have in common? Those are all coaches that were fired from AFC East teams while Tom Brady was in the division. That's how great Tom Brady was. He spent 20 years in the division and got 21 coaches fired. That's how good he was. That's how good he was. Listen, man, I joked about it with Dominique Foxworth during the break this morning doing TV. I said, Tom Brady, then paid for a lot of private schools, for a lot of teammates and a lot of coaches. Oh, yeah. Paid for a lot of private schools. Carlin, 
the guy made everybody around him better. And even though he was a celebrity quarterback, he did not conduct himself in that manner when he was in that building with his teammates and with his coaches. He was a learner. He was a guy that wanted to ingratiate himself as just being one of the guys. And he didn't put himself above team when it would be very easy to do so given the resume that he was able to compile. So that's what makes Tom Brady special. He's got that obsession to be great, especially when it comes to any kind of competition. But there's also, Carlin, the sports character aspect of it where he recognizes his part of being a championship contender, his part in being able to be the best in the world as a team. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. For more on Tom Brady and his retirement, we welcome in Keyshawn Johnson from KJM. He is with us right now. And Key, uh, when you heard this morning and you saw the video for the first time, just give me what your immediate reaction was upon hearing that Brady, for a second time, has decided to call it quits. I cried like the rest of y'all. Oh, we're going to miss Tom. You're the worst. You're just the worst. You're just the worst. Come on. No, I was like, oh, okay. So he's finally doing the right thing for him and his career and his family. He's stepping down and realized that football, he's got everything out of it that he could possibly get out of it. And time to turn the page, smart man, and go on and be around his kids and watch them grow in their teens and be able to be a part of them in the fall time and all of those things. Key, you and I are about the same age, and, you know, Tom's a couple of years, you know, right within the same range, a couple of years younger than us. But I watched him this morning, and I think you could see in his face that this is somebody that felt like he um, finally had to face that next portion of his life. Is that what you saw? What did you see as you see him kind of, you know, giving some emotion to that? Well, like anybody who has to hang up something that they love, in a sport that they dedicated so much time to, um, everybody, including Chris Canty and, and myself or, and others who may have not had the, the fortune to play and make a bunch of money like Canty and play a long time and win a Super Bowl, they have emotions when they decide to say, you know what, I'm done, or when they walk into a coach's office and the coach tells them, you know, you've, you've done this for a long time, you you know, there's not much left. You know, we're not going to retain you. And, and they go back home and they reflect. And, and I'm sure, you know, that's kind of what I saw. I saw a guy who's reflecting on his 23 years in the National Football League and his seven Super Bowls and how great he was and the the the, the crowd noise and all that. I mean, I, I saw that guy who will not be getting any of that anymore. And so that was his moment in time to kind of think about it. And, and go from there. Key, you were in the prime of your career when Tom Brady was just starting to make a name for himself in this league. What's the moment that you saw that stands out as when Tom Brady established himself firmly as a franchise quarterback? I, I think, you know, I don't know, maybe after the third Super Bowl, I guess. Wow, maybe it took it that the long? Third one. Well, because the first three, let's be honest with each other, the first three was not Tom Brady. Okay. The first three, if I, if, if if my mind serves me correctly, the first three was more about that defensive side of the ball and, and Antoine Smiths and Corey Dillons and those sort of, you know, that that sort of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, once the Willie McGinnises and the Ted Johnsons and the Teddy Brewskis kind of started to lead the program and the Ty Laws of the world, you started to see it became Tom Brady's team. Yeah, Those first three Super Bowls, it was not Tom Brady's team. Um, but, but you, you know, you can't ignore the fact that he was a part of those teams, but he was not the one in control. You know, and, and I think a lot of us, we lose sight of that because he played for so long that people automatically assume, oh, Brady's, you know, been Brady his whole career. It's like, nah, man. No, he was, he was two Chuck Buck and Charlie Checkdown early on. <laughs> and that's all young people. They eventually are going to grow it, it becomes something larger than life as they continue to mature, get better at their craft, and then they own it. I mean, I don't care if you Roger Starback or you Brett Favre or you Randall Cunningham or Warren Moon. At some point in time, the longer you play, the better you become. And now all of a sudden, the, the training wheels are off. And now you get to do and be and say what you feel because you own the team. The team can't move without you. Keyshawn Johnson with us, Keyshawn J. Willa. Max, Key, what about the um, the notion that, you know, people are always going to debate it, but it feels like this is one topic where there isn't a debate, that he is alone uh, on a pedestal above all others. Is that How do you feel about Brady when it comes to comparisons of other all-time greats? I mean, he wanted, look, as far as championships go, yeah. He's got more than anybody else. But when you start talking about the pedestal, he's – and I'm, I'm assuming you're only talking about football. Yes. Okay. I mean, what you going to say about Joe Montana? What, what are you going to say? I, I what would... are you going to say about Roger Starback, right? What are you going to say about Otto Graham, even though you were born then, me and Canty was not? <laughs> um, so different eras, different players, different situations. And I go through this in my own career. You know, yeah, I played 11 years, but I didn't want to play anymore. Had I played for 15 years, then there's a gold jacket probably sitting in my closet. But I wasn't chasing a gold jacket. So the numbers wasn't going to compile up. I didn't try to play in a passing era where we threw the ball all over the lot. You know, I was one of the few people at the time to catch 100 balls. So errors are different. And so in his era, he was arguably the best quarterback that there was. But you ask somebody who played without a ram, they're going to tell you. Or you ask Jerry Rice about Joe Montana, he'll laugh at you talking about Tom Brady. You know, it's like, come on. So there's really an enjoyment factor in it for me. You know, it's like, well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in basketball is nowhere near Michael Jordan. Okay, man, Kareem won on every single level he ever played. You know, so it's like, it's who do you enjoy? I've seen Kareem play. I've seen Jordan play. I've seen LeBron James play. I've seen Steph Curry play. But I've never seen Oscar Robinson play. I've never seen Bill Russell play. So you enjoy what you see and you appreciate what you see. Mm. I hate to always pick guys up against each other because Tom Brady didn't necessarily play against Bruce Smith at the height of his career. Jim Kelly, you know what I'm saying? it's It's hard to do that. Well, Key, and in saying that, though, Key, and I don't want to go back to yesteryear, but I do want to project forward. From here on, is Tom Brady the standard by which we judge quarterbacks? Not me. Okay. Not me. 
and I think some will, but it, it, you can't do that. So how do you, you judge you them? Do you judge them according to other players, or do you just judge them based you on You judge them you according say? to can they get their team to the Super Bowls and win. If they can win one or two, can they win three or four? Because Mahomes may never win seven. Mahomes may never win three. But is, does it make Mahomes a less quarterback than, than Tom Brady because he only got two and didn't get three or four or five? Because he played at a different era when those times were happening? Can we supplant Patrick Mahomes with Bill Belichick and company and move Tom Brady somewhere else at that time period and say, okay, you know, is Tom Brady going to be able to do this? And then what would it look like if Bill Belichick had Patrick Mahomes? You know, so that's why I don't, I can't get involved in those things. But here's what I would ask you to, as professional broadcasters with ID badges that says media on the bottom. <laughs> who, who will be the who will be the better color commentary analyst in the booth? Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, uh, 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 Rich Gannon. Well, you you can go ahead and scratch Rudy. one of them names you just listed just now. Tony, yeah. Tony Romo. You can go ahead and scratch that name off. Yeah, <laughs> I know he's your quarterback. Key, you gonna have to let that one go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just giving you. I'm giving you the quarterbacks that are all in the booth. And yeah. Tom probably goes in the booth. Yeah. So now. Will he be the champion of the booth at I, some point in time? That's I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't bet against him. He's been good at everything else in his life. That's all. I'm, I'm just. I'm, that's just a, a, a fun tongue in cheek. And why are you down on Tony Romo, man? Come on, Canty. I think they're going to go for the third down here. No, they're I mean, we could we could spend a half hour on this case. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to break down Tony Romo's play by play or here on the show. We ain't got time for all of that. Today is about Tom Brady, Key. Today is about Tom Brady, Key, and us basking in the greatness of number 12. Yeah, he is going to be great. I'm just glad he gets a chance to hang out with Jack. See Jack drop back. Hit his back foot, let it rip. He can teach him, be out there coaching him up. He gets the chance to see Vivian ride her horses. I mean, it's just, I'm happy for him as far as all that stuff goes. There's nothing else to prove. I don't know, what, what am I playing football for? Yeah. I got money. I got kids. I got a happy, healthy family. Yep. I'm good. I mean, I, that's, yep. that's the way I look at it for him. Okay, appreciate it, man. By the way, check the birth certificates, old man, okay? Wow. Wow. One of us is older than the other. Not by much, Mm. but one of us is older than the other. That's all I'm going to say. And one of us look older than the other. (laughs) Well, I've looked older than you since I was 22. (laughs) I got got things to do. I'm headed to the NFL. Man, Key, appreciate you, man. See you, Key. Keyshawn Johnson of Keyshawn J. Will and Max. We got to respond to some of that on the other side of the break. We ain't got time to do it right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. So in case you missed it, where you been? Tom Brady retiring for the second time says this morning, that's it, we're done, it's over. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to make this nice and easy for you. When you think of Tom Brady, what do you think of? Is he? I'm going to allow you to debate it, even though I really shouldn't allow you to, to debate it. Mm. If he is not the greatest of all time, why not? If there's there's any of you that actually believe that, that's fine. But whatever you want to share about Brady, this is your chance at 888-729-3776. The one thing I will say about Tom Brady, Carlin, and it's hard to find players like this across all sports, is that no matter what team you root for, 
or who your favorite player is, Tom Brady is going to invoke some strong emotion. Oh, yeah. Whether you love him or you hate him, you have an opinion on him. And that's attributed to his greatness. I mean, you have to feel a way about him. A lot of New Yorkers don't like Tom Brady. And we had an opportunity to... You know, to take it to Tom Brady in two Super Bowls, one by the New York Giants in 2007 and 2011. But, but I mean, that, that in and of itself tells you how good this guy was. He was the standard. He was the litmus test by which you judge where your team was at, especially if you were an AFC East team or you were a team that was in the Northeast. And so I, I, I don't understand how somebody could look at Tom Brady and say he wasn't the greatest in this era of football. Looking at the players now in the NFL, Carlin, all they know is an NFL with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. That's all they know. That's all they know. Like, he, he defines the last three decades of the National Football League. He's been the marquee for over 20 years. I, I just I don't know how you could, you could say that Tom Brady's not the greatest when he's the only player to win a Super Bowl in both the NFC and the AFC. He's the only player to win multiple championships over the course of the three decades in his life that he played in the NFL. He got three in the 2000s, he got two in the 2010s, and he got two in the 2020s. Carlin, there is no debate. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the greatest player of all time, period. Uh, But think about this for a second, and and, uh, just for perspective's sake about how long Brady played. You were drafted five years after Brady. Yeah, and you've been retired how long? Seven. And he just retired now. Yeah. Think, think about that. So yeah. there were 12 years where Canty wasn't even in the league yeah. yet or since that Brady Brady has continued to play. It's laughable. Is it, what is it is laughable. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Here's Carlin, your, here's the other thing. Yeah. Tom Brady only missed 19 games. Only missed 19 games. And, and most it. of that was an entire season, by exactly. the way. With he, the missed, he missed ACL. that entire season, and then he missed the four games for the Flakegate. That's yep. it. That is it. That Think about how remarkable that is, man. 23 years, and you only missed 19 games? Incredible. Uh, I do want to play this from Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, who is exceptionally plugged in on Brady. And here is Jeff today on this decision and whether Brady was going to consider going anywhere else. The way that I would kind of explain his current state is probably pretty simple, and that is exhausted. Uh, at 45 years old, he is exhausted by um, a long and storied football career, but he is also exhausted by the last six months of his life. Um, he is still going through those motions. Let's not forget that it was during a football season, a time in which he is ultimately so focused on the game that he also endured the heartbreak of a divorce. So now he wants to recharge. He wants to rebuild. And he wants to kind of move on with his life. So, and I can't blame him at this point. You know what I think might have finally put him over the top? What's that? And we talked about this this morning is the fact that we heard the story that the Miami Dolphins were not going to be in on him Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend. And if you're Tom Brady, it's probably the only place that you would want to be considering your entire family lives there now. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, Carlin. He didn't want to be on the West Coast, and it seems like that's what this offseason was shaping up in terms of the opportunities that were going to be afforded to him. It was going to be the Las Vegas Raiders, potentially the San Francisco 49ers on a short-term proposition, 
but his family lives in Miami. So if he doesn't feel like he can compete and win in Tampa, which based on how things went this year, it's not far-fetched, and if the Miami Dolphins aren't going to be an option for him, then why not shut it down? I mean, he was about to be going into his age 46 season. He said he wanted to play to 45. He accomplished that goal. It's a good time to walk away. And here's the thing, Carlin. Nobody scooped him on this retirement. No. He did it himself. Remember, a year ago <laughs> Jeff didn't scoop a, him. <laughs> a year ago to date, it was Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington saying that Tom Brady had shut it down. He didn't have a chance to get out in front of it. This time around, he's the one that's making an announcement on his social media and formed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers first thing this morning. And so I think when we say go out on your terms, I think that's a part of it. The delivery of his retirement to the fans, to the masses, on his terms, through his channels, as opposed to it being reported, I think that matters to Tom Brady as well. The lines are open. They're warming up right now at 888-ESPN. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, Not everybody was broken up this morning about Tom's retirement. In fact, uh, there was one team, especially, that is actually pretty happy to see him go. We'll explain in just moments. This new year, make the resolution to speed up your hiring process. Check out Indeed, the hiring platform that makes it simple to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Just sponsor a post, get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. Then invite them to apply and get connected. No more jumping from site to software to cell phone. Manage everything from your employer dashboard where you can easily schedule virtual interviews. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Ian Carlin, the podcast. I, I will say this. This morning, when they turned on their phones and watched the video, two guys who were more than happy to see that Tom Brady was not going to be a free agent this offseason, Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> because that is one less seat filler, if you will, around the league and one more team that's going to be looking for a quarterback. So the price on Aaron Rodgers just went up a little bit more. There is no question about it. And now you wonder where teams like San Francisco and Las Vegas are going to pivot in terms of finding somebody that's going to be a difference maker at the position. Because let's keep this in mind, Carlin. The Las Vegas Raiders moving off of Derek Carr a year after they gave him a contract extension they clearly want an upgrade at that position. And there aren't too many guys that are going to be out there that are there to be had that are clear and obvious upgrades. But the two guys that we expected this offseason, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, one of those dominoes just got knocked off of the board. So it's it's going to be fascinating to see how it works out. But it feels like a situation, if you're Brian Gutekunst, that you might want to reevaluate your position on wanting to move Aaron Rodgers just because of the landscape of the NFC now that Tom Brady's gone. Oh, absolutely. Here, by the way, is Aaron Rodgers yesterday showing up where he shows up in the Pat McAfee show about the conversations going on about his future. And see if you can just catch the little slight in there. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in, in Nashville, and, and then I'll be up here you know, this week playing in the tournament. So I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then you guys and Packers, not in that order, and everybody 
everybody else will uh, will know at some point. You know this sucker is walking off 18 at Pebble Beach saying, I'm playing for the Jets next year. Oh, yeah. He can't let Tom Brady have the headlines for too long, right? No. It's going to be 48, 72 hours, and we'll know where Aaron Rodgers is going to go. I would be shocked if he did it after a practice round today. <laughs> it really is incredible how much attention this guy wants. But here's the thing, Carlin. If you look at the landscape of the NFC, you got the Eagles, you got the Cowboys. What are the 49ers going to do at quarterback? Can you depend on Brock Purdy going into next year? All of a sudden, my two number ones and Trey Lance don't look so bad, does it? Yeah, I just—I mean, I, now you got Trey Lance. What about that? I, I just—it it feels like a situation now. If you're the Packers, maybe you consider hanging on to Rodgers for another year and see if you can get things turned around. Just a consideration. Ed in Wisconsin is up next on ESPN Radio. Ed, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Good afternoon. Hey, I'm I'm going to be honest. I think that Tom Brady is the winningest quarterback of all times, and I've said it before. Because when you go great at 55 years old, I've seen a lot of quarterbacks that I think talent-wise are better than him. I'm not going to say a lot. I'm going to say probably five that are talent-wise are better than him. But winning-wise, I can't say it. I got to give him what he do. He has won when he needed to win. You know, it's almost like baseball. When you look at Alex Rodriguez and and uh, and uh, the uh, the uh, shortstop uh, Derek Jeter, Alex was a better shortstop than him, but. He would, uh, Alec, uh, no, 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 Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. I, I mean, if you want to talk about Tom Brady and make the Derek Jeter comparison, that's cool, but you're talking about Derek Jeter winning those championships in a span of what, 12 years? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has played 23 years. 23 years. His first championship was in 2001. His last one was 2020. Think about that, guys. That's not Derek Jeter. Tom Brady just wasn't one player that was a good leader on a loaded roster. Tom Brady has gotten it done with three different sets of core players. He got it done with the Teddy Bruschi, Willie McGinnis crew. He got it done with the Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski crew. And he got it done with Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Devin White and those guys down in Tampa. I just, I, I can't with the whole Derek Jeter thing. Tom Brady is... is in a category by himself, Carlin, I will say this. When we start looking at the gap between Tom Brady and the next best NFL player in the history of the game, it's similar to what we see in hockey with Wayne Gretzky and the next best player in the National Hockey League or any of those other hockey leagues. Like It feels like it's that kind of gap, and nobody's going to close it anytime soon. You, you guys can throw out numbers all you want when it comes to greatest of all time. Again, to me, it's a simple metric that doesn't have to be put up in numbers. You have to win a game. Give me the guy you're taking over him. But here's the other thing, Carlin. The other thing that I will say about Tom Brady, and, and, I, and I get it, from a physical trait standpoint, he's not the most talented player. But isn't the point of having talent so you have more opportunities to win? Yeah. Isn't that the whole point of having talent, of having skill, to have more opportunities to win? And I'm sorry, with Derek Jeter, he's a shortstop and probably one of the most clutch hitters of all time. But Derek Jeter didn't have the ball in his hand every damn snap. That's Tom Brady. Quarterback is the most important position in all of team sports in terms of determining outcomes. And Tom Brady determined the outcome in a positive way for his team more than any other quarterback in the history of the game. Darren in West Virginia is up next. Darren, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? Um, 
course, you know, well, you don't know, but I'm a Raider fan. And my question to you is, would Tom Brady be Tom Brady without the tuck rule? I, I think yes. I, I, I yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think that one singular event makes an entire career. You know, I, I think that while they might have lost that game, you can't convince me that Tom Brady still wouldn't have been Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, I think he eventually gets an opportunity. Now, whether they entertain keeping Drew Bledsoe around longer than they did, it's a possibility. But, Carlin, I mean, think about it, man. This, this guy played 23 years. At yeah. some point, he was going to get an opportunity to show the greatness that he had on display for his entirety of his career. How about Bailey in Tennessee up next on ESPN Radio? Bailey, what do you, what do you got, bud? Uh, just curious as to what you think about how Tom Brady's career, I know it's a different position, but how does he compare to somebody like Jerry Rice? Um, I mean, is it still like a, is he miles ahead of him too? Also, a little bit of a sidebar, just curious, what do you guys think uh, the Titans need to do this offseason, too, to get, to get something going? Well, get <laughs> a quarterback. Titans fan. Let's start with the quarterback. Yeah, the Titans got to get a quarterback. Yeah. That's it. And, and you saw Trey Lance tweet out, fingers crossed, when Rand Carthon got announced as their general manager. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. But, no, Tom Brady is going to be remembered as a better football player than Jerry Rice. Period. Tom Brady is the best football player of all time. That's it. That's it. There's like, That's I don't it. know what else there is to debate about it. Tom Brady was a better football player than Lawrence Taylor was. Yeah. Tom Brady was a better football player than Jerry Rice. Tom Brady. Better football player than Reggie White. Like, I, he's Barry a better, Sanders, Emmett Smith. He's a better football player. Pick anybody. Yeah. Pick anybody. Yeah. Who's the greatest corner of all time? Deion Sanders. Better than Deion Sanders. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And whether or not you want to buy into that, that's your thing. But this is, if you want to talk about statistics, he's got them. Yeah. If you want to talk about uh, being an incredible leader, he's got it. You want to talk about Super Bowls? He's got them too. A potentially franchise-altering move for an AFC team. Next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.